0: Jeez. Recorded live. <laughs>
1: Oh, man. Way, come we go we go we time, 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 we time we go 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 we mere ho do ho
2: Good evening, Good
3: evening, evening. Okay, I'm going to start this out one more time. Good evening, everyone.
2: Evening. evening.
3: evening. Praise, evening. Lord. Praise the Lord. That's how much better. Amen. I know it's a Monday, so, but we got to stop having a Monday attitude. We have a different attitude on Monday and a different attitude on Friday. We got to carry the same attitude we have on Friday and have it for Monday to start our week off. Right, Amen. 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 Uh, Prophet Bob, would you do do us the honors and open us up in prayer?
2: Yes, ma'am. Father, forgive me of every sin I've committed to this second. Knowing and unknowing sins. Sins that I did today that I can't remember I've done. Forgive me, wash me, cleanse me in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Father, we come tonight to hear a powerful word. A word, Father, that can go real deep into our spirit, man. Because we're going to learn the knowledge of God, the deep things of God, like no other time. Haven't heard this word come forth, Father, like an unto tonight with Elder June Malcolm. And so, Father, we ask you, Lord, to comfort everybody that's come on the call, even the ones that are coming in late, comfort them by the Holy Spirit. Father, we acknowledge tonight that the team that is going over to Dubai, India, will be covered under the blood of Jesus Many souls and many lives are going to be touched because they're going to be on the mission field and glorify God. But most of all, Father, we plead the blood of Jesus over every one of them that are going there. We ask that you would use them mightily for your glory and bring them all home safely in the mighty name of Jesus. Hedge him in with the Holy Ghost and fire. Now, Father, do what you do best. Open up our ears and our hearts to hear what the deep things of God, the knowledge of God tonight. I plead the blood of Jesus over Elder June, Father, as she gets ready to be used for the glory of God tonight. Under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. Hedge her in. I plead the blood of Jesus over her and over her household. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. And amen. Back to you, Minister. Amen.
3: Amen. Amen and amen. Uh, right now I'm gonna open up again. I wanna say for those who are joining us, good evening, good evening, good evening, welcome. Monday Night Bible Study, intercessor prayer. This is with Lashana. Good evening, good evening, good evening. I'm um, right now, I'm going to open up the line real quick for uh, testimonies and praise reports, amen?
2: Amen. Well, I'll be the first. I want to thank the Lord for the trinket that one of our spiritual daughters sent my wife, Gina. She got it in the mail today. And the trinket said, I love you. And so I want to thank the Lord for the trinket that was sent. And remember on the prayer call this afternoon at 12 noon, I told you all that God spoke to me and said unexpected blessing. I went to my mailbox this afternoon because I anointed my mailbox. I believe God for his blessings. And I received the check. To the glory of God, just as God. Amen. Just as God told me, and I shared it with you at 12 noon. Unexpected check is coming. It was in the mailbox today, and I praise God for it. God bless you all.
4: Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. I'm just of blessings. Amen.
3: I'm gonna open up the line again for testimonies and praise reports. Amen.
0: Praise the Lord, praise the Lord.
4: (laughs) Good night, everybody. Good evening. I want to praise God. I want to give him praise. You know, I want to shame the enemy, let him go in a corner and just kill himself. I want to give praise to my God that he is my Abba Father. He woke me up this morning, bring me to work, and bring me home back safe. And I thank God I can walk on my feet you know, I just give God praise. I'm, I'm not going to keep quiet. I'm going to testify of the goodness of my God because I want the hell, the, 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 the enemy out there that no devil in hell or on earth can stop me from praising God and can stop me from serving God because I am brought to the blood of Jesus and I'm so Lord for Christ. I want to give my God a big hallelujah. Just for waking me up this morning and keep me through the day, and I love you guys. Have a blessed night, and that is my testimony.
3: Amen. Amen. God. God is sending so good to each and every one of us on the line. So everybody should have a testimony. If He woke you up this morning, that is your testimony. My testimony, I'm just thanking God for another day. I thank God another improvement with my mom. Healing in her body, healing in my body. You know, I just gave, look, I'm not just I'm just, today, mine is very simple. I thank God for everything, everything that he's done and everything that he's about to do. So, you know, God is so gracious and, you know, we just have to give him praise and come to him with the heart of thanksgiving. So, you know, as uh, for those who are just joining us, Welcome, welcome to Monday, my Bible study and Etcetera prayer. This is Simple Words Ministry, and this is the Soloshana. Um, keep in mind, we on. We have services nine times a week. Uh, if you were not here today at noon, you missed out a powerful, powerful prophets corner, yeah. and that's a prophet, uh, the prophet, the prophet appropriate. I mean, if you can get if this is if you can get get to on the line on your lunch break, I mean, this is so. This is not a waste. If you can, try to be. Amen. Uh, Also, on Mondays, we have our Bible study and et cetera prayer. This is Lashana, and the teacher is Dr. June Malcolm, Elder June Malcolm, excuse me. You know, awesome, awesome. She's an awesome, awesome woman of God. Amen. 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 Also, on Tuesdays, we have Sister Kamisha from the island of Jamaica with Jeremiah's Generation. Also, on Wednesdays, we have Standing the Gap at 714 Eastern Standard Time, and we have our Praise and Testimony services at 9 p.m. Also, on Thursdays, with Sister Nyoko, we're walking through the Word, line by line and precept upon precept on Thursdays. And, of course, on Fridays, we have our flagship service, Fire on the, Fire on the Wire at Midnight. Because we know at midnight is when Paul and Silas prayed, and you know the rest. Also on uh, Saturdays, we have uh, we have Sister Monica hold a little with uh, inspiration. Noonday inspiration on Saturdays, and of course on Sundays we have our Sunday service Pastor Marie Chin Daly. I mean we have an awesome lineup.
1: Oh, Please man.
3: join us if you can for each and every one of those lineups. Also. Uh, um, Just a ministry announcement. Pastor and Dr. Rucker and a few others are going to Dubai. Let's keep them lifted up in prayer for them. They're getting ready to work on the mission field. So, please, let's keep in your your daily thoughts and prayers. Please keep them lifted up. Because they're going to uncharted territory. And they're going to save souls for Christ. Amen. Amen.
1: Amen.
3: Amen. So, I'm asking Am, you know, I'm always the one to point out money. Pastor Marie never does, but I do. So this is me. Um, if you have not donated towards the her, towards the cause of them going to the bus, and you're on the line tonight, please send. Uh, if you know, email inbox. Pastor Marie ten. She will show you how to donate. Uh, she does have a GoFundMe page, but we're. But it's still, there's a lot of expenses. Flying to the buy, getting ready to go to the buy. There's so many things are process, and let's just say you can't spread the gospel free. Amen. So if you have not donated, and I'm just being honest, five dollars, we five dollars or more. Please, um if you know Pastor marines PayPal account, you can transfer. You can ask, send a PayPal five dollars. to mm-hmm. help with the trip on the buy. Amen. Let's try to help them because. Again, Pastor Marina is not working. We know she's a volunteer in this ministry, it's her heart and man, she volunteers man. with this ministry, but let's be she's also not working during the time she's not working during the time she's going to divide. So man. I ask everyone from the bottom of my heart, please support the ministry. We have a lot of ministry projects coming out this year. So yeah, please support the ministry. That's man. one. Two. Florida. You know we got this going. We're going to do this again this year. Um I am needing a headcount. <laughs> so, I've put out I have put announcements out on Facebook. Um, I'm pretty much accessible on Facebook or range in. Please let me know that you are wanting to go or you're planning to go to Florida this year in September because I'm really needing a headcount because the more people I can book the cheaper it can be. I'm just being honest and very plain about it. So I'm trying to make it affordable for everybody to go. If you are not in the United States and you're wanting to go, please say, hey, I'm wanting to go. And if we need to find a good way for Canadians or Jamaicans or Caribbean or we need to get tra- help you get travel visas or stuff like that, please let us know now because right now I know we're going to have an US, – the U.S. government is going to have an influx on passports. Because this is the, the uh, time where everybody had to start getting passports to go to Canada and other places in Mexico where we didn't have to. Now all those people are re-upping their passports this year, so I don't know how flux that's going to change everybody between all the neighboring countries. So if you are in a neighboring country and you're desiring to attend, des- uh, desiring to attend, please see, please see me. Email me, inbox me, so we can maybe get a plan together. So if you want to come, you can come. Amen. The date and the call? Um, I'll get the date. I should have the date set next week. We usually keep it around the same weekend. I'm trying to get the call set now so we can let everybody know by the end of March so everybody can plan because this will be in September. Mm -hmm. Um. This will be in September. We always do a weekend in September because that is our anniversary start date. And last time we had a blast. For those who did attend, they can tell you. You can see the pictures posted. I mean, it was just like a big family reunion. So
5: mm-hmm.
3: if you, you say, I don't know if I'm having the money, but I think I might have some money. Like I said, we're, big, we're a big family here. We just need you to know how many people coming, how much it costs. You can say, I don't know if I'm going to be able to afford it, but I'll be able to afford this much let us know. We are like a big family here. We we really treat you like family, amen. Amen. Yeah. So, I'm trying to get these rooms booked. Last year, um the prices were one was $95 for the double and I think 125 for the suite. And that's how I booked them last year. We probably will be staying at the same place, but I want to get these rates down as cheap cheap as possible. Uh, we stayed um right actually we stayed like right down the road from Sea world we were right on the back side of Disney, so we were in a great central location so it wasn 't um, everything was really nice where we stayed at because we stayed at the holiday uh um, holiday Express on Intercontinental Drive last year in Orlando Florida so if you 're wanting to stay, I will get the date, so if you're wanting to you know. Let me know. That was how much we estimated last year. Flights going into Florida, that's the thing. I want to make sure we get a good handle. And, and flights and train tickets, I want to get those. If I need to get those, I can. Uh, flights, if you did Allegiant last year, was 60. And this is very last minute, so I'm not trying to do everything last minute. Uh, uh, last minute, uh, I think the flights were one was Sixty nine dollars, sixty five dollars each way, and then one carry on. Made mine total like one sixty seven. Total, total on Allegiant. But if we got the tickets like with it uh, earlier, the tickets probably would have been like one twenty five round trip. Uh, Spirit Airlines have been running their crazy sales lately. So depending on where you want to fly out of, um, what you where if you want to fly. Those tickets will be reasonable, un- attempt, meaning the time you uh, buy them ahead, because JetBlue has sales as well. Um, Amtrak and I have to see if I can get any discounts on Amtrak um, if anybody's desired to do the train, because I know we had a couple people that took the train um, and buses last time, so I want to get those. I want to get those as um, get those as affordable as possible. So. I mean that's so I say inbox me saying you're coming you're not coming or or you thinking about coming so we can get prices and that way we can make payment people can make you got everybody can make payment plans so that if we spend the money we have everything we need plus you know we have to give a donation to the church um, and they were awesome last year so we have to you know always say we have to come correct because they have. They hosted you know they took us in like their own, and we used their facilities for i think all day saturday we and we even had a concert that night, so we have to pay the musicians, we have to pay the light bill, so there are some things that we you know we have to come out, we have to um you know and donate a love offering for them as well, because again, this will be the second year um this will be the second year using them as a host um as a host church and you know like I said they were awesome totally awesome I mean they took us in like family so again again like I said I really want us to have everything you know I want I really want us to really like show them you know they showed us love so as we're coming back for a second time I want us to show proper love to them amen amen Mm -hmm. so So, amen. So, for those who did not attend last year and want to attend this year, please let me know way ahead of time. I want to make sure we get good rates. Um, Like I said, last year, I can give you the cost estimated cost last year, but I really want to get that a little bit, you know, and we share, you know, I want to get that down, get that rate down to what we paid last year because I want everybody to be able to afford it, bring their kids, and, you know I really want us to have it where once I know how many come and with who's bringing families and what so we can make sure we have the schedule out and if there's a lot of kids coming I want to make sure that we have, you know, proper things for them too. So we're like I said again, we're a big family. I want to make sure everybody's covered. Amen. Amen. So yeah. um that being said, please inbox me or pass Marine in and let me let us know one of us know that you are coming and that um then that way I should have rates pretty I can get rates and negotiate rates pretty quickly. Um praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, amen. So um, I came in I came in later on a prayer line. I haven't been on the line in a long time. I came in at the tail end of you asking for a testimony. I don't know. Oh, Amen. Yeah. Okay, well, you have a testimony. Go right ahead, and then we can go
1: into go
3: into uh, our lesson tonight. Amen. Praise the Lord. I just wanted to thank God first of all for always connecting the dots, no matter where uh, we are. He connects us in the Spirit. Amen. And just uh, try to make this a short uh, testimony, but. Some years ago, I believe it was in 2004, um, when I was introduced, 2004 to 2005, one of those years, I was introduced to this pastor by the name of Bob Prope.
2: Amen. um, For
3: me to pick up this phone tonight, my name is Crystal, and I'm from Chicago. And I was at the, and I often give this testimony to people near and far Um, I was at the phone company at the time, and the computers were down. So it was nothing that I couldn't look up an uh, account or anything. So I just had idle time. So the thing was to ask the customer if they wanted to call back or if they wanted to hold on. And Bob would be my customer, and he would say he would hold on. So in that idle time, there is no idle time with the Lord. So in that time, that was just, you know, we were waiting for the computer to come up. He said he had a word from the Lord for me. And he began to tell me, um, because we had just a couple of days prior to that, had been called a big meeting in the office and they had told us that the um that um we would have to either uh give up our position or take a a severance, which was a very low severance. And I was caught in the middle not knowing what to do, whether to whether to leave or whether to uh, uh, stay. <coughs> Two days later, uh, Bob Pratt would be on my line, and the first thing he would tell me is, the Lord told me to tell you to stay. <laughs> and I was at a cross point in my life, and I didn't know whether to go uh, 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 leave or leave. And he said, the Lord told you to stay. And I looked around that road, and I said, What in the world? He said the Lord he told me again. He told me a lot of other things though that actually came to pass. But that one thing uh just really made a difference in my life. It was a couple years later where I was um well, when I was let go about three years after that. But the Lord wanted me to stay and I stayed and and it and it turned out to be just as he said it would be. So I just wanna thank God for your ministry. Um um uh, Prophet,
2: God bless you, Sister Crystal.
3: And when I heard your voice on the line tonight, it was uh, it was a pleasure to hear you 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 all everyone on the line. But uh, you know, I came in on the line and heard your voice, and uh, I said, "Thank you, Jesus. Amen. You know, keep up, keep There's it up. So. Keep
1: Stay on the wall oh. for
3: the Lord. Amen. Because okay. you're changing a lot of lives." You know, by by speaking the word um, for the
2: Lord. Amen. Thank Amen. you. So God bless you. Hallelujah. I got God, praise God, sister Crystal. God bless you.
4: Hallelujah. God bless you all.
2: Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
3: Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. So God bless God. you. It's and <laughs> pastor, Pastor Ten, on the line. I think she may not she may be preparing for the trip, so she may not be on the line tonight. Okay, okay. Well God bless her in her absence. Amen. 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 i her real
6: quickly, I if I could just share this. I wasn't gonna say anything, but she said sorta of, sorta of the same scenario that happened to me today. Uh God bless everyone. I hope everyone's doing well this evening. God bless you. This is uh brother Joseph, Prophet Joseph. Real quick wanted to sh- uh Say that I, I today I received um, a um, a message from uh, Mama Marin in reference to the same thing, and I didn't know it yet. But she texted me. I was trying to. I just remembered to, to get on the prayer line this afternoon. It was about twelve fifty, one o'clock, and I got on. I, I knew I was too late, but I was working and whatnot. I was like, man, I need to get on the line.
7: I was, um, about
6: to drive back to the, um, base and whatnot, um, there were some things going on that I didn't know about, my job, and, um, Pastor Morin, she texts me a message saying favor, and, I, I, I told her, in Jesus, and I received it, and, um, When I got to the station, or whatnot, they told me that tomorrow I was going to uh, there was going to be something different going on within my position or job, and um, and then two other things happened as well, and um, and I texted her back. I said, "Why did you? What what made you text me or um, hit me at the time that you did?" And she said, "The Holy Spirit." So I too I thank God for his his leading Amen. the the, uh, Amen. the prophetic Amen. the
2: um,
6: uh, the ministry that's that's on this line and um and plenty of times Prophet Bob has shared things that nobody would know unless the Lord had told him whatnot. He's shared things with me and, uh, and other people as well on the prayer line. So I I just thank God for that the ministry of the prophetic on the prayer line and uh, just to um back on what she said that I, I thank God for his love and his faithfulness. Watches over us.
1: Amen.
3: Amen. 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 So, that being said, we you know that God moves and he will send a word wherever
2: you need mm-hmm. it. Yes, he
3: Amen. So, as we transition, we have a word. Elder June has a word for us tonight. Amen. So let us prepare our hearts and our minds and our souls so we shall receive this good food we're about to eat. Amen. Father God, right now, watch me in your son's precious blood. Forgive me of my sins, these thoughts, and actions. Anything is not of you, I do honestly repent. And I receive your forgiveness in no other name but your son's name of Jesus. Oh, Father God, we thank you tonight. Um, Father God, we thank you tonight because we come on one accord tonight. To receive good food, Father God, He words you said in your word we shall live, by every word to proceed out your mouth. So tonight, we are we um, we come to you tonight with a heart of praise. We come to you tonight, Father God, to receive good food. Father God, you are our Father. You are El Shaddai. You are Elohim. You are a Rabbi. You are the Great I Am, and we give you praise tonight. We shall mock you tonight because there is no one. Absolutely no one like you. Mm. Right now, I lift up Pastor Reed Chen and our overseers tonight. You see, you know, as they prepare for the Dubai, India, and as they prepare to go on the mission, Father God, you know and you see what they're doing. Meaning, Father God, I ask you to grant them not only favor, but your divine grace that goes before them, and your goodness and mercy shall be behind them. And, Father God, we thank you for an outpouring, mm, an outpouring of the Holy Spirit as they, Enter those lands of Dubai, India. where they enter the land? They shall be protected. Amen. You shall have angels guarding around them, Father God, because they came with the word, Whatever the people that are needing that are crying out as the land thirsts and cry out for the cry out from their souls, Father God. They are there to give that they are there. They are there to give them water that they can dare to give them something that they will no longer thirst. So they're they're there to make their soul, mm, they're there to quench the thirst of their soul, Father God. So we are going to lift them up, Father God, in prayer, Father God. Right now, I lift this line up to you, Father God. You see, you know, the petitions of everyone's heart tonight, Father God, and I ask you to bite everything, every single distraction tonight, Father God. So the word may go forth, Father God. We ask this word to be a good food, a healing word, a correcting word, word that
2: that
3: shall heal not only our hearts, but heal our mind and heal our souls, Father God. God, tonight I bind up every distraction.
2: Yes,
7: Lord. No
3: distractions tonight. We ain't taking it tonight, Father God, because this line is ordained to you, Father God. We ask the Holy Spirit to have his way on this line tonight. You will have your way on this line. We are you are welcome in our presence, Holy Spirit. You are welcome, Jesus.
2: That's yes, right. Yes.
3: Welcome, God, in your presence. We are humble and boldly before your throne tonight.
1: Hallelujah.
3: Oh yeah. Sit at the what well, we where we yes, sit yes. at the Master's feet. So God, tonight I thank you. I lift up Elder June Malcolm to you, Father God.
1: Yes.
3: Everything <clears throat> I ask you that. She totally decreased as you increase in her, Father God. As she she pours out, Father God, that you fill her up. You fill her up like you've never filled her up before, Father God. So, God, I thank you tonight for what she is about to bring forth, Father God. And I bless you tonight. And I pray this prayer in no other name but your son's name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Amen.
2: Amen. Amen. Elder June. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Lord. Praise the Lord, daughter. Praise the Lord.
8: Praise the Lord, saints. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. We worship and adore you, mighty God. We bless you. We give you praise and glory for you are so good to us. You are so good to us. Hallelujah. And I'm so glad to be um, here tonight with um, the saints of God uh, on simple word um, ministry, and I give special honor. To um, Minister Burton, hallelujah, glory to God. For so glad yeah. to hear you tonight, Minister. Um, hallelujah. And, uh, and Prophet Bob, hallelujah, glory to God. Yeah, I bless the Lord for Pastor Marine Chen, hallelujah, and um, her family, her children. And I just pray that while she's preparing to go, that everything is just going on smoothly. And we, we give God thanks for her and the entire team. Um, that will be going, and we know that even though we might not be with them in person physically, we know we will be there with them in spirit to just cheer them on, and we just bless the Lord for the for the spirit that God has given unto us so that um geography is absolutely no hindrance or barrier to us supporting each other. In what we are called to do. So again tonight, I greet you all. I also use special honor to my own pastor and bishop, Bishop Facy, and um, anyone who might be new on the line tonight. I just greet you with the special love of God um, in Jesus' um, mighty name. Glory to God. Well, I think I think um, the Lord has prepared for us a very special lesson tonight. Um, sometimes when the Lord tells me what he wants me to, to to speak about or to open up. I might hesitate, hesitate a little bit. Um, I'm learning not to hesitate too much anymore, but I I still do. And tonight's lesson was one of those lessons that caused me to really God tell the things that we're online. We're not together in one place. We're, we're in separate places. But he said yes, and so uh, I'll be teaching what he wants me to teach tonight. So let's join together in heart and in spirit and um, hear what the Spirit of the Lord has to say unto us in Jesus' mighty name. Glory to God. Thank Amen. you. Amen. Tonight I have, I have about um, one, two, three, four, five, six, about eight scriptures. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And I'm going to read them as, as I go through here. I'm going to start with Genesis chapter 1, verse 28. And I am going to try and... Hurry and finish teaching tonight, because I really feel a prayer in my soul. Hallelujah, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Um, Genesis chapter one verse twenty-eight says, "And God blessed them, meaning um, the man and his wife, Adam and Eve, as we as we now know them um, by those names. Um, in that time, they were both called Adam, but uh, today they, they're called Adam and Eve." And God blessed them, and God said unto them, Be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth and um, subdue it. And I just want that part of the verse. Be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth. And I want to point out at this stage that when that commission was given to the man and his wife, the man and the woman, the male and the female, at the time when they were both called Adam and Eve, they had not yet sinned. Sin has not yet entered into relationship between man and God. So many times we 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 teach that um having children is a is a product of sin, and that, and that is not true at all. It, having children is not a product of sin. Um, God had intended from the very beginning that man should be fruitful, multiply, and replenish the earth, and that's written right here. Um, I want to tell you at this: point that the man and the woman, they were married. God had married them. God, God married them, and when God brought Eve to Adam. He actually performed an act of marriage, and that was when it was first said um, for this cause on a man leave his father and mother and cleave unto his wife and the two shall become one flesh. That's recorded in Genesis chapter 2. It's not recorded in Genesis chapter 1. It's recorded in Genesis 2. But Genesis 1 and Genesis 2, those two chapters, um, events that are listed in those two, the first two chapters of the books of the Bible um, should not be taken in a chronological order because um they're not written chronologically, they're not written step by step as the event happens um, they're they're written um, by what we call kairos so they're written by event as opposed to time, because in Genesis chapter one and Genesis chapter two, um, the earth was not yet being regulated. By chronological time, there was there was no clock, and um, at that time the earth was still in eternity. Time had not yet come into play. Um, Adam and Eve were created in eternity, and and that is why we're going to go back into eternity and 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 live there forever. In St. John chapter 3, I think it's verse 33 or verse 35, Jesus says nobody can go to heaven except he that came from heaven. Um, no man has ascended into heaven um, um, except he had already, he first descended from heaven. So in order for anyone to go back to heaven for eternity, you, you would have to first be coming from heaven um, to go there. So the earth was created before time. The earth was created in eternity. Man was created in eternity. Everything that God created was done in eternity. And time hadn't come into play until four days after the creation business. And then we have, we have time coming into play. So even in eternity, before sin and before time began, the man and his wife, was given this commission. Marriage also began in eternity, and that is why marriage can never go extinct on the earth. I know marriage gets a good trouncing and a good beating. I had a report um, a few days ago which I do not believe at all. I don't know how these guys do these polls and these surveys and come up with these uh, statistics, but I really don't believe this one. It says that there are more divorces and separation in the church, not in Hollywood, and I don't believe that. He said that Christian folks, the children of God, um, divorce each other um, more often, over a higher at a, at a higher percentage than the honestly than the world, I do not believe that at all. I don't know how they got their the numbers. They didn't explain how they got their numbers, but that's what I I heard. I was listening to the Christian news, and that's what was said on it. So, marriage started in eternity in eternity. And God performed the first marriage in eternity before time was, and and so no matter what might happen on earth, no matter how the institution of marriage and the family might be trying and such relationship might come in um relationship of fornication and common law relationship where people are contented to to live um with really cohabit with each other without going through a formal or legal um administration of marriage. Marriage as God intended it will remain as long as time lasts, um, glory to God. And the Bible tells us that. The Bible says, "As it was in the beginning, so shall it be in the end." Men shall be um, given in marriage, and all that stuff. And we have, we have this um, fear, and many people have this fear, and a lot of people um, lose their mind and commit suicide because of this fear, this fear of the or ended by some nuclear catastrophe or something like that. And, and that's, that's not going to happen the way how they, they show it in the movies. So you know, if you're inclined to watch science fiction movies like I do, you should just mm, look at them with a grain of salt and say, mm, nice plot. But the earth is going to remain. The Bible says, um, seed time and harvest, cold and heat, summer, winter, day and night shall not cease. God is the one who put the earth in place, and it's going to stay in place until God is through with it. And then we're going to have a new earth anyways. So the, 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 the meek shall inherit the earth, so, and, and so we shall live on the earth um, eternally. So all the science fiction thing, very creative, very imaginative, but let not your heart be troubled. God is a creator, and God is able to keep that which he has created. So um, you can believe that the, the commission to have children and fill the earth with, with people was in God's plan, God's instruction to man independent of sin, before sin came. That was always God's idea, God's intent, God's plan, if you can say God has a plan. And um, it was a commission that was given for man before he sinned. And replenish, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say what replenish means. Replenish means that there is a systematic method by which man would reproduce. So man would reproduce by a method that was set, and each and every person who um, reproduced, it would be done in the same way. So perpetually from generation to generation to generation to generation, um, the earth will um, systematically be populated with people by one method, and the and, and, and the same method that God instituted. Now, last week and the week before, I um, established that with the emergence of certain technology and scientific discovery, um, there are people born on the earth independent of uh Okay, let me not say born, let me say conceive. There are people conceive on the earth independent of a female womb. They're conceiving test tubes in science labs. And I also said that there are some folks on the earth who were born one gender and they will die Appearing to be another gender on the outside, they have been born looking like a male and they might die looking like a female because um technology and medical science have gone to the region where they can um, physically change your outer appearance, but they cannot change um, man's internal um, makeup at all however however that person was conceived. Um, whatever gender that person was conceived by um, internally, that remains the remains the same. And that's the part of us that God actually takes account of. Because so the Bible tells us plain straight, that we will look on the outside. Man regards what he sees on the outside, what he can see with his eye, what he can handle with his hands. But God looks beyond that. God looks on the and the heart. God looks under it internally. So even if somebody goes through all the the trouble and the pain and the cost of changing gender in God's book, that person is still the same gender under which um, he or she um, was born in the first place. So God told man to increase, multiply, replenish, and if we had stuck to God, idea and plan of replenishing, there would be no such thing as test babies and there would be no such thing as changes. Um, would, marriage would be between one man and one woman and if they're both fertile, um, they would um, copulate, conceive and have children. And, um, and their children will have children and their children have children and that's how it would work. Uh, but because of sin, then we're seeing different things um, in the earth today. But the folks who who God has set apart for Himself will still uphold the standard and the statutes that God initiated from the from the very from the very beginning, um, before time, from the very beginning of the earth. So here we so we are, here we are on the earth um, before Adam and Eve the first male and the first female, before they were named separately, before they were named Adam and Eve, when they were both called Adam, they sinned. So we see that they sinned before they started replenishing or increasing and multiplying or being fruitful. So everyone that was born um, through the womb or through uh, their natural reproduction reproduction of mankind, we're all born, we're all born under the condemnation of sin because we're all born after Adam and Eve sinned. Nobody was born before they sinned. So so every single one of us have the same start of at, at the same point. We have the same beginning, the same level footing. We're all conceiving sin, and shame and iniquity, and we all need salvation. Um, if, 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 God, if God had allowed Adam and Eve to have any amount of children before they sin, then sure enough, um, those would be different. There would be different race of mankind. But there's only one race because everybody came after Adam and sin. If there were a different race of mankind, it, it would mean that every time that a certain race um, of mankind violates God's law and sin, it would necessitate God coming again as a, as a man and dying for that race. So he would have to die. He would have to come as a man more than once and die more than once in order to save each strain or strand of, of mankind, humankind. But Hebrews chapter 9 told us plain straight that God said, I was only going to do that once. Just once I'm going to um, come as a man and subject myself to all what he, he suffered when he was on the earth. And that is why God, in his wisdom, God, knowing everything that would happen, sought um, to it that Adam and Eve did not reproduce before they sinned, because he knew that they were were going to sin. And so he just sort of covered them over. We read that in Hebrews chapter 2, and I dealt with that before already. Covered them over with his glory. So although they had no clothes on, although they were naked, they were not conscious of their physical anatomy. They were not conscious of their... Physical part in a in a sexual way. Now I know that I know that a lot of stuff is being taught about that, but I'm just gonna encourage you to stick to what the Bible says. And though other books might be written that sounds more more excitable than the Bible, <laughs> just gonna suggest that we just stick to what the Bible says. So Adam and Eve. The Bible says that. Um, they were naked, but they were not ashamed. And naked means they didn't have any clothing on. But they were not ashamed because there is nothing shameful about the glory of God. And according to Hebrews chapter two, they were covered over with the glory of God. So to look at Adam and Eve before they sinned, what you would have seen is the glory of God. Uh, hallelujah. Uh, God, God um, proved that to us and represented that to us. Although God don't really have to do these things, but he's very um, gracious, so he does he does these things for us to aid our understanding. When Moses went up into the mountain to talk with God, and he came back down from the mountain, um, his face uh, shone with the glory of God, so much so that was all the people saw. They didn't see his skin, and they just saw the glory of God. Just on his face, not the rest of his body. Just on his face, because God really wanted to indicate to His people. Always, God is trying to get us to understand who he is, who we are, and what he's doing. What is our purpose? Why did he make us? And what is what is his intent? And what does he really want out of a relationship with us? So he he, he sees the opportunity um, to show to the children of Israel who was the people through whom he was working at the time, what he really meant, hallelujah, when he created um, man in his image and after his likeness, and and said that we were to, he would be a father to us, and we would be sons unto him. So when Moses came down from the mountain, his face shone that the people could not look upon him, and so they had to cover his face with a veil, with with a piece of cloth, hallelujah, With, with a veil that cover him over because to look upon Moses at that that time like that they would have died or they would have gone blinded. We saw that again happen with Saul on the road to Damascus when he got saved. He was on his way to persecute the the Christians um, because he didn't see Christ as the Messiah and he saw the newborn church as a Hindrance and um, um, idolatrous to the to the tradition, um, religion, so he was persecuting and killing the saints, trying to destroy the church. And then God stopped him one day on the when he was on his way to do that on the road to Damascus, and he said, "Paul, Paul um, wrote in the book of Acts that he saw a bright light." That blinded him and in and John John the apostle that well, Jesus' is apostle that wrote that wrote the book of St John and first second and third John, he wrote in uh, first John I think for Saint John one verse fourteen, I think it is that um, no man had seen God at any time. The only begotten, who is a, who is in the bosom of the Father, He has declared Him. So we we under we understand from those scriptures that in the purity of the creation, Hallelujah, glory to God, man was equated with the glory of God. And um even although moses 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 um was conceiving sin and sin in iniquity just like anybody else, but um God used Moses to show us that he was honest, he was true, he was faithful, he was not joking when he said. That we were made in His image and after His likeness. So Moses, when he came down from the mountain, the people could not look upon him because he was covered with the glory, with the glory of God. Uh, when I read those scriptures, I just say, God, bring back the glory, bring back the glory. We need the glory. Hallelujah, glory to God. So, we let, let me go back to chapter John 128. I, I went forward. I'm going to go back and forth a, a, a little bit in in the scripture. So God says to be fruitful, multiply, replenish the earth. Um, I started off by telling you that commission, that instruction was given before man sinned. So maybe if we're in the same room together looking at each other, somebody could have asked me, so if that commission was given before man sinned, if man had not sinned, would they still be able to replenish, multiply and replenish? And the answer is yes. Because if that was God's intent from the very beginning, if that was God's instruction, then God surely in all his omniscience and his wisdom, um, glory to God, would have a method or a way by which man could reproduce in righteousness and true holiness independent of sin. But because God knew that we were going to sin, just repeating myself, because God knew that we were going to sin, and knew that if we sin, He had to redeem, so He cannot just waited until the sinning took place, and then He just had to redeem once and for all. And that's in Hebrews chapter 9. You will have a lot of fun reading the book of Hebrews if you want the full details and how God worked that through. So, let's go back. Let's 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 go back now and see if we could really dissect and open up um, this passage of scripture as to exactly then what would we see of man if he had not sinned. If 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 Adam and Eve could have begun to replenish and the offspring, their their offspring also replenished and what would we see? What would man be like? Um, Because what we see of ourselves now is a product of sin. But what would man be like if sin wasn't in the picture? And I can tell you that man would be exactly like what Adam and Eve were before they sinned. They were covered with the glory of God, and they could stand in the presence of God. They could see God face to face, and they could Talk with God, they could communicate with God. Much more, they could understand the mind of God without God actually um, instructing them. And that is shown to us when, when Adam was given the, 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 the duty, the job, the task, given the task by God. To name all the animals. And the Bible says that whatsoever Adam called them, that was the name of them. And it didn't mean that Adam was making up the name by himself, it meant that Adam knew what God wanted them to be named. So that means Adam was able to access the mind of God and and whatsoever was in the mind of God that was also in Adam's mind. Adam didn't have anything different in his mind than what God had in his mind because everything that was in Adam's mind God was the one who actually put it there when they used to sit in the cool of the day and Adam had not yet begun to conceive any thought contrary or opposite or different from what God had said so Adam was able to think like how God thinks. And sometimes when I'm teaching ministers about um, having control over their own mind, I would tell them that they need to think in the word, like think in the word of God. And, and, and what that simply means is you need to know the word of God to a certain extent that all your thoughts are generated from it. So if I'm driving down the street and somebody um, in a road rage um, drive contrary to the road code and do something crazy that almost cost me my life, uh, my response to that person should not be of my frustration at the time or anger. It should be out of the word of God. What What does God say? Uh, we're, how does God say we're supposed to act in those circumstances? So I would think in the Word. Now, if I don't know what the Word says, so I can't think in the Word. I'm just gonna think according to my flesh, and I'm gonna do according to my flesh, or do according to natural my natural mind. But um, if I, if, if the mind of Christ is in me, and if I If I am filled with the Word of God, then I'm going to think in the Word. I'm going to think according to what the Word says um, I must do. So Adam, thinking according to the Word, because the Word was God. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God. That's St. John 1, verse 1. So Adam, thinking in the Word, hallelujah, knew exactly what God wanted each animal to be named. And he named them the same thing that God wanted them to be named. Now, let me take that a little bit bit further. Just one more scripture a little bit further. The Bible says in St. Matthew um, 16 that whatsoever we bind on earth is bound in the heavens. And whatsoever we loose on earth is loose in the heavens. Now, that doesn't sound like it's up to each and every one of us to willy-nilly, Decide what is bound in the heavens uh, what is loose in the heavens um, it means that there's the, the um, things that are to be um, bind on the earth, they're already bound in the heavens. So the only way I'm going to know what's the, what, what I'm to bind on the earth is if I know what is already bound in the heavens. Because what, what I'm doing on the earth has to match up with what God already has established in the heavens. So I can't just, just because you make me feel miserable and just because you I bind, you bind the blood of Jesus against you. If, if I even say that, and, and and that's not how it is in heaven. God has established that. Then I'm just wasting my words and wasting my time. You will not be bound at all. Um, glory to God. The only way I can bind anything on earth is if that thing is already bound in the heavens. And the only way I can know what I'm supposed to bind on earth is to know what is already bound in the heavens. So I have to actually have the mind of Christ to know what or uh, know the word. Of of God, to know what is already bound in the heavens. And then if I know what is bound in the heavens and those things confront me on the earth, hallelujah, or come across my path, then I could actually say, I bind you in the name of Jesus Christ because you're already bound in the heavens. I will be making up anything. The only thing I will be doing is taking what God has already established in the heaven and um, manifested on the earth. And that's what Jesus, that's how Jesus taught us to pray in St. Matthew chapter 6. He said, let thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Glory to God. So we need to know what God has already established in the heavens. And if we know what is established in the heavens, then our Christian life will be so fruitful, it will be so productive. Because the only thing that we will be doing is in our mouth we're passionate. This is what Pastor Chen's favorite message about the power that is in our tongue. The only thing we're gonna do with our mouth is to call those things that are not yet on the earth. The Bible says, call those things that are not as though they are. What that simply means is that they're not yet established on the earth. They're not yet established in your situation or in your domain. But it is already established in the heavens. So with the power of the tongue, glory to God, and the word of God in your mouth, you can call the things, hallelujah, that are not yet here on the earth, you can call them out of the heavens, you can call them out of God's treasure houses, and you can bring them right here, right now in your dimension by just confessing it with your mouth or speaking it with your mouth, hallelujah, by faith in the name of Jesus Christ. So actually, it is given unto the child of God to live a very, very victorious life, to the point where God says, you can call the things, I'm repeating myself, you can call the things that are not as though they are. Because if it's already established in the heavens, there's absolutely no power on earth that can stop it from, from happening. So let me use an example the, um, The Bible says, the Bible says that with the stripes of Jesus Christ, that's in Isaiah 53, with the stripes of Jesus Christ we are healed. Um, So if I go to the doctor and the doctor says that you are sick and dying, I have a choice. I can believe that I am sick and dying and actually kill over and die, hallelujah, glory to God. Or I could take the position that no sickness and diseases are bound in the heavens, so I'm going to bind them on the earth, hallelujah, glory to God. And without struggle, hallelujah, I could just simply say sickness and disease, no, 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 you are defeated, you will not be manifested in this house. Because you are already defeated in the heaven, so I defeat you here also. Um last night no, not last night, and Saturday night, I went to pray and do a house prayer. breaking of bread, we actually went to break bread and the the, the husbandman of the house uh, um had um problem with his knees and his back and had problem walking for for about twenty years I was told. But uh, last night, after I said, look, if I'm in your house i and praying, I am not leaving you the same way I came and you, What would have been the point <laughs> coming to your house just to make noise? You know, so I'm just not going to make noise and then leave you. you know? We're going to make noise, but the noise is going to change some stuff here. And before we left last night, he was walking and he was able to be in church yesterday, walking and his home to God be the glory because it was not established in the heavens that he should be crippled and cannot walk. It is established in the heavens that he should be able to walk. So all I had to do is to proclaim with my mouth that that thing which was preventing him from walking is bound in the heavens. And because it is bound in the heavens, I'm going to bind you on earth. And if I bind you on earth, then I'm casting you to hell. And if I cast you into hell, then this man is going to get up and walk he got up and walked. So we have to have fellowship with the Lord um, so that we know what God has already established in the heavens. And if we spend our time just realizing what God established in the heavens, man, I don't think any other creature that God created can do this. I think only man can do it. Man is the creature who has the ability to call the things that God has already established in the heavens to be manifested on the earth. So man has dominion over all the kingdoms that God has created over all the the, the things of nature that God has created. Man has dominion on the earth. And, and if you have dominion, that means you're a king um, in the in a political or civil sense, or you are a priest in the ecclesiastical sense, and you can be both king and priest, if you so please, according to the scriptures. So we have power um, naturally, physically, and we have power um, spiritually. Any intention, in any dimension on the earth that we need to establish divine government, we are authorized to do so. Hallelujah, in the name of Jesus Christ. And that could have been passed on to all our children um, as a matter, of course, naturally, if there was no sin. But because man sin, then each person now has to individually choose. It's not automatically on. What is automatically passed on now that man has sinned is sin, <laughs> is um, debilitation of being. It's a subjection to death and dying. That's what is, that is, that is passed on. That's what is inherited, hallelujah, in, the, in, in, in mankind, in humankind. But if we had not sinned, that, what would have been inherited in us perpetually from generation to generation as we replenish and replenish and replenish, it would have been the glory of God. It would have been the grace of God. It would have been righteousness. It would have been the power of God. It would have been the mind of Christ. It would have been the word of God. Now, what, where what we are at now, now individually, um, each person has to make a decision that they want to, get back to that place and they want to walk in that power and they want to walk in that anointing. And if you make that decision as an individual, then God will do it. Hallelujah. Okay. But if Adam and Eve had not sinned, it would not be a personal individual um, decision. It would be an automatic inheritance. That's how we would have born. Some of them might say, "Okay, Sister June, that's a great big mighty claim. What is your proof of that?" And I am going to read Genesis chapter three, verse um sixteen. Hallelujah, glory to God. Let me find it, and I'm going to read it rather than just telling what it says. Hallelujah. If I'm saying something that's not um. So common, I don't read the scripture, but if it's common, I may not bother to read the scripture. But I, I want to read the scripture, just so, so that when you're on your own, you have a starting point from where to certain scriptures. And I'm going to read Genesis 3, verse 16. Genesis 3, verse 16 says, Unto the woman, this is God speaking, this is after sin now, so I just established our position before sin, and now this is our position after sin. Unto after the, after the, after the woman he said, I will greatly multiply your sorrow and thy conception. In sorrow you shall bring forth children, and your desire shall be to your husband, and he shall rule over you. Now this is after sin. So this was not the established before sin. This was not the state or the condition between the man and his wife um, in their marital relationship. In their marital relationship, um, nobody ruled over anybody. Both Adam and them, Both of them named Adam were on par, on equal par. Nobody ordered anybody around. Nobody had any... any um. Headship over anybody. Eve didn't have headship over Adam. Adam didn't really have headship over Eve. But after they sin and chaos now come into the place or sin or darkness or contrariness, then God has to establish order. Because if God didn't establish order, then um, his prime creation called man would not last. Because nothing can survive in chaos, and given the nature of women, um, the woman would most likely um, try to dominate and rule over the man. And if that was the case, we wouldn't last laugh either. <laughs> Sometimes I make a joke. I said, if we were actually the rulers, we would have wrapped up this business long time and gone back to heaven. But that's just a joke. Um, actually God made the right decision to put man as the head. Hallelujah. And and, and told the woman, No now the man is gonna rule over you and now you're obligated to desire only him. And and, and his his will is your command and you are his helpmeet. You're not his head. You're not to usurp authority over him. You are his helpmate. No, you're supposed to listen to him. So before you listen to anybody and eat anything that you were told not to eat, you need to check it with your husband. Before you go any place, you need to check it with your husband. Before you go out and, and run up your credit card to $10,000, you need to check it with your husband. So everything now that you're doing, you need to check it with your husband. Now the enemy has, has, has tried to establish an institution against that. It's called woman's liberation or feminism, and, and that, is, that is to just um, um, denounce this particular passage of Scripture. That, that's the spirit that is behind women's woman's liberation. It is contrary to Genesis 3, verse 16. Hallelujah, glory to God. And I am believing that if Adam and Eve had not sinned, each woman would only have one child. But because of sin, then we have multiple conceptions. That means a, a woman has more than one child, and we see twins, and we see triplets, and we see Two and syncoplet and etoplet and all kind of plets. I think, I think the record now says one lady gave birth to 16, 16 babies at once. Now, I don't know what size they were or what they looked like, but I think that's what the medical record says. Um, of course, they don't all survive because some of them are just like little little rats or something like that. But um, in a case like that, probably only just the one or two might survive. But multi- multiple births. Um, it came, the, the, the concept of multiple births came in after sin. For sin, increase, multiply, replenish the earth. One child, one child. You up that one child, and um, that child would marry somebody and replenish and replenish and replenish. But now we, we have multiple births because time, we're not in time and time is getting less and less. So now now God could not ordain one child per couple because there's not enough time to do that, to get in all the people that need to be born. So now we have multiple births because we have to have everybody who's supposed to be born has to be born before the earth comes to an end. So now we have multiple births. So that's what it says here in Genesis 3.16. And to the woman, he says, I will greatly multiply thy sorrow. And I guess if we were going to have children outside of sin, it would have been sorrowful and painful. Or if it was sorrowful and painful, it wouldn't be as much as it is in sin because God says, I will greatly multiply thy sorrow. And if you have a weak heart, you you don't go hang around in the maternity ward in the hospital because you would just be subjected to an all of trouncing and and um cajoling by those women who are having having babies and the things that they say and the type of noise that they make, you would think that they're a wild beasts, um, giving birth to human beings. Now, that was not really my experience because um I never gave birth naturally to any child. I was put to sleep, and my children were taken by C-section, so I, I didn't experience all of that. But I, I, I have attended, I have attended in a ministerial or counseling role to um, maternity delivery, maternity ward, delivery ward, and um, it's, it's really it gets really, really, really heated in the maternity ward at certain times. Some women really get vile when they're giving birth, and that's all because of sin. And sometimes, you know, the family that I'm I'm sitting with, the husband might say, please forgive my wife. She's not like this at all normally. I don't know what's happening here. And I would say, don't worry about it. I understand she is reproducing sin, and that's just how sin manifests itself. It is out of order it is chaotic, it is disrespectful, it is painful. So you're bearing with her and I'm here bearing with both of you. So it says here, I will greatly multiply thy sorrow and thy conception. And that's what I said, multiply sorrow and conception. So because of sin, then we have to produce more than one child and sometimes more than one child at the same at the same time. So It is established here that after sin, some alteration was made according to how children were conceived and how the earth was going to be replenished. Now, I want to turn to Genesis chapter 4, verse 1 to 2, and I'm also going to read verse 8 to 10, and I'm going to show you something that God did, which is marvelous and wonderful, which gives me a lot of respect for God because he did it i I love the fact um that God proves himself at all times because although He's God you know and He's not obligated to us um he God doesn't. I enjoy darkness, and neither does he like us to be in darkness. God will always shine light on our situation. So back to my question, exactly how would we reproduce? How would we replenish the earth if sin had not come? What would have been the difference? And I'm going to show you something in the Bible that you could take it to mean this is how, this is how we would have had children if we had not sinned. This is how we were going to increase and multiply and replace the earth. And if you don't want to receive it, that's fine with me. And if you receive it, that's still fine with me, okay? So I'm going to share with you. So Genesis chapter 4, I'm going to read verse 1 and 2 for time, and then I'm going to read verse 8 to 10, just, just for time. But on your own, just read through the scriptures with the Holy Ghost and make sure you have pen and paper with you and write down anything the Lord tell you. So, Genesis chapter 4, verse 1 and 2 says, And Adam knew his wife, knew Eve, his wife, and she conceived and bare Cain and said, I have gotten a man from the Lord. And verse, he again bare his brother Abel. And Abel was a keeper of sheep, but Cain was a tiller of the ground. Hallelujah, glory to God. And just let me read verse 8 and 10 at the same time, and I'll talk about the four verses in one. Genesis chapter 4, verse 8. And it says, And Cain talked with Abel, his brother, and it came to pass when they were in the field that Cain rose up against Abel, his brother, and slew him. And the Lord said unto Cain, Where is Abel, thy brother? And he said, I know not. Am I my brother's keeper? And he said, that is God says, What hast thou done? The voice of thy brother's blood cried unto me from the ground. So let's go through this very quickly. Um, Adam knew his wife. It means that they um, intercourse sexually. They copulated. So knew there doesn't mean that he just realized that she exists and that she's just in the place oh, hi, who are you? Um, we know that's not the case, right? So knew um, is the biblical term for actually um, copulating and conceiving. J-N-E-W. That means they knew each other or they interacted with each other intimately. That's what that word means. So so Adam knew his wife, and she conceived. So she got pregnant. And bear, and you have to note the word bear. I'm going to go a little bit slowly here for you to get what I'm saying. B-A-R-E. That means she gave birth to Cain. See, she conceived and bear Cain. Adam knew her. She conceived, and she became a plain, straightly, copulated. She got pregnant. She had a child. And then she said, this child came from the Lord. And I'm not going to deal with that, where the child came from. <laughs> Just say so that. She said that, okay? The child came from the Lord. I, I want to do with reverse. Bible says, and she, again, bear his brother Abel. Didn't say Adam knew her. Didn't say she conceived just simply said, she had another child. Now, some theologians have said that it, it means that Cain and Abel were twins. The Bible didn't say that they were twins. Um, some other folks have said that Adam, and, Cain and Abel were conceived at the same time. Again, they were twins, but they weren't born at the same time, so they didn't, they didn't appear to be twins. So, like, um, Cain was born first, and Eve was still pregnant and didn't know that she was pregnant And then later, Abel was born. Now, biological, that doesn't make any sense. (laughs) But some folks say that, okay? Now, I'm just going to say it like how the Bible says. it. It says that she again have another child. She again gave birth to another child. So she gave birth to one child named Cain, and she again gave birth to another child. And from how the scripture read it, she gave birth to another child, Without her husband knew her, as the Bible said. Without copulation with her husband, she, she had another child. She gave birth to another boy child, and she called him, she called him Abel. So somebody says then, so that means um, Abel was not Adam's son. I'm going to say Abel was neither Adam's son nor Eve's son. But just because he came out of the same womb that Cain came out of, that is why um, God called Abel Cain's brother. That's how Abel is always addressed, that as Cain's brother, because they came out of the same, they came to the same birth passage to come on the earth, go to God. So if you want to ask why did God do that, it is to show Adam and Eve, and also to show us, that you were going to have children independent of sin, and I'm going to let you have a child, and show you what your child, your children would have been like, independent of sin. But because your children are coming out of sin, all of my distrust my word. When I told you in eternity that you were to increase and multiply and replenish the earth, you might have thought I was just tricking you. And you might have thought that that wasn't possible anyways outside of sin. So you had to sin in order to fulfill the increase and multiply commission. So God educating Adam and Eve that, no, you will have reproduced. I was not. Um, tricking you. I was not deceiving you. Independent of um, Lucifer and evil, like to try to convince people that God is not honest to us. God is not true. God doesn't have any integrity and what God said he doesn't really mean. Um, contrary to those thoughts, God will, was showing to Adam and Eve that I said, in, I said before sin to increase and multiply, and I can prove to you that you could increase and multiply independent of sinning. And so here comes Abel. So Abel was just a child to prove that I, I would have shown you how to increase and multiply without sin, and all this in sorrow and first of the face eating bread and. Um, multiplying, concepts and all that wouldn't be a part of your history. It wouldn't be a part of your lifestyle. It wouldn't be a part of your experience, your life experience. But now because of sin, it is. So the Bible, go um, going a little With bit. Out, so, um, one. To join any other board, press 2. To hear a directory of all boards, press 3. If you are the
1: moderator of a board, press 9.
8: Minister Burton? Yes, I'm still here. Okay,
3: all right. Did you all hear that? Yes. Okay, all right. I should just ignore it, right?
1: Yes,
3: you're okay.
8: Okay, okay. You're all right, more. okay. So, so, um, drift Atev and Cain talked with Able, his brother and it came to pass when they were in the field that like Cain rose up against Able, his brother and slew him. And when the Lord comes and say, where is thy brother? And I just repeat again that Abel is always referred to in the Bible as Cain's brother. And he said, I know not. I'm not my brother's keeper. Am I my brother's keeper? And, and, and God says, what have you done? Because his voice, the voice of his blood, cried unto me from the ground. So the Bible says the life of our flesh is in the blood. So if Abel's blood was able to cry to God from the ground just after he was slain, it simply means that the blood that was in Abel was not the same type of blood that was in Cain. They were not of the same blood stock. And that is why Abel was not referred to as, a, as, as um, the child of Adam and Eve. He's referred to as, Abel, as, as Cain's brother. To show us that Had you not sinned, had man not sinned, we would have been born Abel's as opposed to being born Cain's. But we're being born Cain because we're born under sin. But we could have been born as Abel. And um, as Abel, again, we would know what the mind of Christ is, what the mind of God is. We would be of the same bloodline as Christ, because Christ was incarnate, or Christ was there. Um, the same blood that was in Jesus Christ is the same type of blood we would have had. But now we have blood from Adam, contaminated with sin. So, so it shows here that Cain and Abel did not have the same blood system. I'm not even going to say blood type. They didn't have the same blood system. One had a blood system coming directly from God, One has a blood system coming from Adam and Eve after they sin. And that's what the difference was between Cain and Abel. And that's what Cain was so angry about. And that's why Cain had to kill Abel. Um, Abel was not here to get married and reproduce and have kids. God was not going to let that happen because if he let that happen and then Abel's children sin, I'm, I told you before, Christ would have had to come two times and die. He would have to come to redeem the, the folks that are from, from Cain's race, and then he would have to come to redeem the guys that are from Abel's race. So he was able to die. So Abel dying, was Abel was just here temporarily to just establish on the earth that God was truthful was in what he had said to Adam and Eve about replenishing and having children, even although they had not yet um, sinned. So we see here, let, let's go back. We see here that um, Abel, the Bible says, Abel blood cried to the ground, cried from the ground. So even after physical death, he was still able to communicate with God. Now, the Bible says God is not a God of the dead. He's a God of the living. So if after Abel's death, he was a, his blood was able to cry to God, that means Abel, Abel was not in the region of death as, as we know it. It, it simply means that his blood went into the earth because that's where his blood needed to go for redemption. And... Um, from there it cried it cried to God. So whatever it was that Abel said to God after his death, he said to God. But whatever he said to God, it made God come down and talk to to Cain about it. Now in Hebrews, in the book of Hebrews, Mm -hmm. chapter eleven, it um it established there that Abel offered up a more excellent sacrifice than Cain. Um, And Hebrews chapter 11 is the book of faith. So it simply means that Abel offered a sacrifice by faith. And it's only because he was the spiritual son of God why he could do that. Cain, being a a natural, carnal person, could not do that. So sometimes we said it's the thing that they offered. Abel offered blood, but Cain offered um, the fruit of the ground, and that's what was wrong. That's not what was wrong. The Bible said. The Bible didn't say that's what was wrong. Um, the, the 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 Bible says that um
3: Cain's
8: offering was excellent, and if for your offering to be excellent. It means I have to give it by faith and give it from the heart. So these days we give offering of money, main, um, money. That's what we normally give offering of. In those days they gave offering of whatever it was that they had. So Cain had the fruit of the ground and had he consecrated it and take the best of it, the first fruit of it, which the Bible requires, you'll receive it because God has nothing against um, fruit of the ground and wheat and flour and all of that stuff. Um, God accept whatever you give to him. By faith, willingly, if it's willing,
0: are you there? Hello?
8: Ah, hello? We're still here. Okay, okay all right. We're still here. Okay, I just changed phones. Yeah, We just. Changed, I just changed phones. Okay, so if you give an offering unto the Lord willingly, he will accept it. So some folks might think it's it's good if you can give a million dollars in church. Church does need it. But if you only have one dollar and you give it from your heart really, it is just as accepted as as the million dollars. And we see that all over the Bible. God loves it, a cheerful giver. You give it from your heart. And um I am not any better than anybody because I give what we call a better offering. The better offering is if I give it by faith because the Bible says anything that is not of faith is sin. So the reason why Cain's offering was not accepted is because it was sin because he didn't give it by faith. And the reason why he gave it an offering is because he was carnal. He was not spiritual. But Abel was spiritual and so Abel knew the offering that was acceptable unto God and Abel offered such an offering. Now, if we were all born as Abel was born, we wouldn't have any problem with giving offering and knowing what to offer unto God and knowing how to offer it and everything that we offered unto God um, would be accepted. Now, um, let's read Hebrews chapter 12, verse 24. I'm trying to bring this home. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 24. I just want to give you a further proof about what I just said to you about Abel, that he was in the same category as Jesus the Christ, when Jesus was born on the earth. Hallelujah, glory to God. And God did it way back there in the beginning to establish faith and, and hope in Adam, Adam and Eve to let them know, look, it's okay, Um, something has gone wrong here, sin has entered, but it's okay to still have children because I know how to redeem. I can redeem children, and I'm going to redeem children. And just to show you that I know what I'm doing, and I can redeem, and I will redeem, I'm going to cause you to have a child. And I'm going to cause you to have a child, independent of the sin that is in both of you. Hallelujah, glory to God. And that's why the boy was called Abel, meaning that God is well able to redeem us. Hallelujah, glory to God. So we're not going to be afraid, hallelujah, of what evil might be able to do. And although sin is now a part of our bloodstream, we're not afraid or, or, or afraid of what it might do because um, God is going to redeem us in, in due time. And I want to show that to you from the book of Hebrews if I if I can get to it. <laughs> Hebrews chapter 12, verse 23 and 24. Hallelujah, glory to God. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 23 says, To the general assembly and church of the firstborn, which are written in heaven, and to God the judge of all, and to the spirits of just men made perfect, and to Jesus, the mediator of the new covenant, and to the blood of sprinkling that speaketh better things than that of Abel. And because my time is done, I really can't dissect that verse, those two verses, and explain it tonight. But next week, I'll, I thought I was going to finish all this tonight, but next week I'm going I'm, I'm to pick up from here. And I'm going to finish it. So you see here where the scripture equates God of Abel with the blood of Jesus. How be it, though, Jesus' blood speaketh more thing than that of Abel, because the only thing that Abel's blood spoke was that, okay, Adam and Eve, um, faith is renewed that having children will um, come with salvation. And um and so no they're not afraid to have children. They will have children. They're not all gonna be murderers. Um, they're gonna have some perfect kids because, because Jesus Christ can can redeem and will come and redeem. So Jesus Christ and the reason why the blood of Jesus speaks better things, whereas Abel blood says, Okay, this is the, the Lord.
1: did you let you yeah, go ahead.
7: Hello Hello
3: This line is now off hold.
8: Complain that we were conceiving sin and sin iniquity and Adam and Eve eating fruit and all of that stuff. I don't waste time with those arguments. I, I am so glad. I am so glad that um, redemption has always been available. Always been available. And I'm so glad that Jesus Christ came and his blood spoke the perfection. His blood spoke the, the, the completeness, and so all I have to do is to decide and confess with my mouth, I chose Jesus again and again and again and again. I choose Jesus over and over, and so no matter how, how I was born, it doesn't matter how I was born, it's how I leave this earth is, um, is the important thing. So although I was contriving sin and shaming iniquity, I can go, go out with my blood speaking good things, because, Lord, the blood of Jesus is in my veins. So when I do leave the earth, my blood is good things. I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. Lord, I am coming home. So that's my lesson for tonight. I have another couple of scriptures. But next week, I'll just finish off um, this lesson. And I'm just going to repeat the scriptures again because it would be good for you to go and um Read them over for yourself and see what the Lord might say to you. And maybe next week when we meet again, we could share. So I, I, I read Genesis 1, to begin, then Genesis 3, 3 16, then Genesis 4, 1 to 2, and 8 to 10, and Hebrews 12, verse 23 to 24. And next week, I'm going to read Isaiah 53, verse 8, and Acts 8, verse 33, Isaiah 53, verse 8, and Acts 8, verse 33, says the same thing. Just wanted to show it to you both in the Old and, and New Covenant. And 1 Corinthians 4, 15. Now, those are the other scriptures I was just going to read to, to show you about begetting spiritual sons. Um, that, that's the work of the church today. Um, The church is a bride of Christ, and we are here to produce um, spiritual sons. So we don't um, produce sons in the church naturally, biologically, but we produce sons like how Abel Abel was produced. We don't produce sons in the church like how Cain was produced. We produce sons like how Abel was produced. So God bless you. I hope I said something to inspire you to... um, um spend more time reading and um inspire you to trouble my mind to challenge what I said to you. So God bless you and um if there's any questions um between Minister Burton and the Holy Ghost we can get them answered. All right. God bless you. Minister Burton? Amen.
3: Amen. Father God Amen. Amen. Father Father God right now um Father God, right now we thank you for this lesson that came forth tonight, Father God. So, God, right now, um, we lift the veil of June to you right now, Father God. Pour into her everything that she's poured out tonight, Father God. We ask you to take this lesson to upon our hearts and hide it within our hearts so we may take it back and let it grow through our, it may grow with us and that we may be able to reproduce it and share it with others. So, God, I thank you tonight. I thank you for what's about to come out of this lesson. I thank you for the blessings that came out of this lesson in the name of Jesus. So God, we just thank you tonight once again, and we bless you, and we pray this prayer in no other name but your Son's name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Again, Elder June, a great word tonight. I'm gonna, I'm gonna open up the floor right now with comments and questions. Amen. Amen. Elder Jude,
1: oh my
4: goodness, I'm telling Um, I'm, I'm learning. Things that I never even think of or dream of, even though I read Genesis more than more than ten times. I read my that God. Genesis over and over, and this you just opened my eyes to see. And the way you explain about Cain and Abel and the blood, I went over it, and I read a while ago while we were talking, and it makes it makes so much sense. Because here in Genesis four it's first one, is it and Adam and Eve knew and Adam knew his wife Eve because yes. Eve and the Cain. And he said, I got a man from the Lord and it's it right home, and she again be bear, bear's brother Caleb but, but if right. can't say that he knew his wife and I'm listening to, it and I'm saying, "Oh my God, it makes sense." Then I, go, I continue reading, and then I went back again, and I went into first, um, twenty-seven, and it says that Adam knew his wife again and bore a son again. Yes. And they're being
1: said, right? You're so very good. He,
4: this is great, Abel. Abel he didn't know his wife, so. Right. The, thinking what you said, I'm like, okay. So one of them is like Jesus. I want. That's like, right. You know, when I've got, I'm telling you, I'm in, I'm in awe. I'm like, oh my God! Right in my bedroom, laying on my bed, I'm getting knowledge. Praise God. Not, I just want Praise to thank God. you. Thank you very much. And uh, one thing I would like you to do, if you could pre-post scripture, either in the simple word ministry page or something, because I really want to study over this. Ask the Holy Ghost to help me to get more get more understanding with this. So God bless the woman of God, and may God continue to empower you, may continue to give you knowledge and sight beyond what you are what, what you, beyond what you're teaching us. The more you teach us, we I mean, give to God a good morning party. God bless your my God. Thank you. Praise God. Praise God. God be the glory. Amen. Amen. Uh, the line again is now open
9: for praise and Now open again for uh, feedback and comments. Amen. Can everybody? Can everybody
3: hear me? <laughs> Loud and clear. <laughs> okay. You wanna make Amen. sure you look surprised sometimes. You know my phone Amen. is things for mm-hmm. me some days, so you know I have to make
9: sure.
3: <laughs> mm-hmm.
4: Amen.
9: Amen. Good, night, Amen. good night, good night. Jackie. Good night. God bless you. I just wanna thank you, Elder June. June, for this word. I'm, every week I come on, I'm telling you. I'm I'm just truly blessed. You know, I just thank God for the wisdom and the knowledge that he's given to you to impart unto us. And I'm truly grateful. I mean, you've opened my eyes to so many things, so much more understanding. And, um, you know, I was thinking the same thing, because you could see. I wanted to get the scriptures, but I was trying to hurry to write them down, but I didn't get all of it. So I would really um, be happy when you share it so I can do a little bit um, more study, yeah.
1: God bless you And
9: I pray that God will continue To you know elevate You and um, You know just to help you and Strengthen you and anoint you And and always continue to take care Of you and your family God bless you
3: Thank you God bless you too Amen. Amen 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 again everyone What a word what a word what a word! And for all, some of us, we are all going back and study. Amen. Amen. You know, we always say the word is a living and breathing word. Amen. Amen. And amen. I, Elgin, I have one question for you. Maybe you have, maybe you have to inbox me the answer on this one. Uh, where does the story of Lilia, Lilia falls into this? Is that just Jewish folklore? They
0: try to. They what what,
3: what story? Talking. The story of The Story. Like I hear, like a lot of the Jewish folklore or theologians go into this uh, myth about Lillian. Lillian. And I was trying to figure um, out where did that all interplay with. No, it's
8: not. That, that's just a Jewish story. That's not in the Bible. Okay. So that's just okay. Yeah.
3: That's what I'm
8: trying to- you know, you know. Sometimes, um, we we will make up uh, stories, what they call mythologies, um, mm-hmm. just to try and explain something that seems otherwise unexplainable. Okay. So we make up things. You know, we have a lot of what we call anansi stories, <laughs> So that uh, they just folklore to try and explain the natural um phenomena. And and that story is it's just a Jewish story. Oh okay. but sometimes they sound believable for so other cultures ad- ad- um, adopt them. But uh, I think you said already uh, the Jewish the Jewish folks who just who just wanted an an explanation I don't know what they got from the rabbi uh, about what this text means. Okay. But that's not a, that's not the Bible.
3: Okay. I knew it wasn't in the Bible, but I've heard, like, I'm trying to figure out what what was I reading, and I heard the t- Lydia's mention, and then, of course, being the nosy person I am, was watching one of those um uh, story, untold stories of a Bible national, you know, all these theologians or yeah. historians, and they were bringing up this particular story, and I'm, but I never could really f- find a place for it. So I'm like I kind of dismissed it because I always say if it's not in the word, I ain't really worried about no, it. if it's not in the word. Might
8: be a nice story, but if it's not in the word, you don't teach it. Um there is a there is a book that is called um I think I think it's called Back to Eden. Um and they tell a lot of um, yeah, um, stories. Yeah. Yes. I've I've I, I explanations cool. uh, of what uh, might uh, have uh, happened. Um, in Genesis. Well, I just stick to what the Bible says. Because really and truly the Bible explains itself. Might not might not be in the exact same place, but if you search through the scriptures the Bible says lines upon lines, precepts upon precepts. Here a little, there a little. If you search for the scriptures you know, and you're looking for truth, the Lord will, will show you, and the Lord will show you truth. So you might have to go through about um, 20, 20 out of the six books to say it's a thought, but it's there. It's there in the Bible. You just have to spend time searching, you know. Yes,
3: okay. amen. amen. Amen, amen. Thank you, Elder Jews. All right, well. Yeah, okay, um, I have a question. Sister Donna has a question. Okay, go right ahead. Praise the I'm <laughs> oh, sorry, and the fourth chapter where Cain, it says, murders Abel. Now, yeah. in the fourth chapter, it has, and someone brought this to my attention years ago, but I didn't really think too much of it at the time. It says in the 17th verse of the fourth chapter, of Genesis says, and Cain knew his wife and she conceived and bore Enoch. But before that, the 16th verse says, Then Cain went out from the presence of the Lord and dwelt in the land of Nod on the east of Eden. And Cain knew his wife, and she conceived and bore Enoch. Now, what I was told years ago, was just somebody um, talking
9: to me about it. They said there were people there before, uh, because
3: Cain got married. So it didn't say that Adam and Eve had a daughter. Uh, What they were trying to say, I don't know, I don't really understand it at that time when they were telling it to me, but I see it in the verse where it says, um, after Cain slew Abel and um, the Lord, uh, he was driven out, it says, and then Cain went out of the presence of the Lord and dwelt in the land of Nod on the east of Eden, and Cain knew his wife. So where did the wife come from? Because somebody told me that there were probably people there. Already, and I was saying no. Adam and Eve was the first. So uh it says Cain had gotten married.
8: So I was just wondering about that. Um. Yeah. Not only, not only was Cain and Abel the first male and female that God created, they were the only male and female that God created. But if you continue then um. So the rest of us were born. Finn um, and Abel were the only two created, and the rest of us were born. If you continue reading chapter 5 to verse 4, okay. uh, it says, And the days of Adam, after he had begotten set, were 800 years, and he begot sons and daughters.
1: Oh. So they,
8: have, uh, they had a lot of children. <laughs> And all the days that Adam lived were 930 years, and he died. So he had he had sons and he had daughters. And uh, taking the Bible as truth, um, Cain was the first the first of them. And so when he had to leave, he took one of his sisters. Sister, yes, yeah, that's
1: what, mm. yeah. Oh, okay. Then. Thank you. And and when he says he
8: knew her. I just explained what new meant when I when I from verse four. Adam knew his wife in chapter. chapter four verse one. And Adam knew he his wife and she conceived. It's 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 the same thing here in chapter four, verse seventeen. And Cain knew his wife and she conceived when they're enoch. It means they had sexual intercourse. It didn't mean that they just met each other. It okay. means they became Sexually intimate and, and sorry to have children.
3: Oh, okay.
8: Yeah, so that's what that word new means there. Oh, when I'm, teaching, I don't bother. when I'm teaching, I don't bother to tell people what it says in the Greek and what it says in the Hebrew, because I'm not Greek nor Hebrew. <laughs> and then I'm English, so I kind of speak to English, but if you were to go to the Greek, the, the Greek, the Hebrew word, not Greek, the Aramaic word, you would see there that new doesn't mean just meeting, just making acquaintance. It actually means getting um sexually intimate. Yes, they they cohabited. So that's, that's what it means there. So um, Cain didn't start to have children until after he killed his brother and God drove him out, and, and that's when he started to have children.
3: Okay. Thank you, Pastor Jim. Yeah, God bless her, darling. Amen. Amen and amen. Uh, before we go into prayer, are there any more questions, comments, or feedback for Elder Jim? All right. Amen, amen. Uh, right now I am going to open up the line right now for a uh,
0: request. Okay, yeah, I
8: I have a I have a prayer request from my sister. Okay. Yeah, her name is Eugenia, and she's not feeling so well. So, mm-hmm. oh, we're asking for um, complete healing for her
2: respiratory system on her cardiac system. Complete healing. Respiratory and cardiac.
1: Respiratory and cardiac. All
8: right. And I asked a few weeks ago for a grand nephew I have in Jamaica that um, was arrested. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's still under arrest. Yeah, he's still under arrest, and they're still trying to figure out their evidence. Um... We have not given yet any disclosures to who made the phone call from which he was arrested. Um, but he's still um, incarcerated, and um, everybody just cares about the condition of the um, the jailhouse in Jamaica. So okay. please pray for his safety. Yes, please pray for his safety, and that very quickly the Lord will bring everything to light, and he will be released. Really
3: okay, Amen. what's his name again, Elgin?
1: Somebody
8: died right here in the cell. And somebody, it's telling it died today. Is it in the Died mm-hmm. today in the cell.
3: Oh, wow. Is what's, it, his, what's your grandson's sorry. name? Um, Sedain. Sedain? Okay. Oh, wow. The
4: Lord's protection, Lord.
9: As well as right now. Okay, so uh, yes. um,
4: my, my prayer request is: Could you pray for um pray for my Ferguson. Ferguson? Pray for who? Please, Ferguson. Oh, Ferguson. Um. He's my spiritual dad. He had a um um. we have a minor um thing there. there Day night. Uh, he's back home. No, it is hard. He's back home. Pray. No. So, I'll continue to to sign in the agreement with me that he will be totally
3: to heal, healing. Okay, and give me his name again. I'm sorry because I had some background noise.
0: Kristen Ferguson. Okay.
1: okay, thank you.
0: Okay. Um. I I uh uh here,
1: here. And um,
3: Okay, uh let's see Kim are there any more uh more requests yes, ma'am. I can barely hear you what
1: you
3: say um in my business I can barely hear you breaking up on me, Elder June, yes. Yeah. I'm um,
8: asking for um, prayer for success in my business. Okay. Is
3: that better? That's better. I got it. Okay. My phone might be breaking up sometimes. I mean, um,
7: okay. Okay.
0: Uh, are there any more prayer requests?
3: Okay, well, let's prepare our hearts and our minds and let us pray. Father God, right now, watch me in your son's precious blood. Forgive me of my sins, deeds, thoughts, and actions. Anything that is not of you, I do honestly repent. And I receive my forgiveness, and I receive your forgiveness in no other name but your son's name of Jesus. Oh, Father God, you're our Abba Father. You're our El Shaddai, and we give you praise tonight. We bless you tonight. We should mock you because there is no one. No one, absolutely no one like you. So, Father God, I give you praise. We exalt you. We come yet humbly before before your throne, Father God. So we should you, Father God. We place no one above you, Father God, because hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So, God, we thank you for giving us today our answer to our prayers tonight, Father God. Those are spoken. Those have been unspoken. Those are the secret petitions of our hearts, Father God. Those that we go in our prayer closets and we pray to you in silent, pray to you in quiet, Father God, and in private. Where you so you shall bless us publicly, Father God. So write down, Father God. I lift up right now again our overseers, Dr. Angela and Benjamin Rucker and Pastor Marie Chen Daly and her family, Father God. Mm. We are asking you to bless them on the mission field, Father God, as they go forth to divide, Father God. Give them protection, Father God, right now in the name of Jesus. Father God, give them, equip them on who they're going to handle and what territories they may seek and that they may, so the gospel shall go forth, Father God. Father God, right now, we ask you to go before them, Father God, because when you go before you the enemy has already ran away, Father God. So they shall have have no interference on this trip, Father God.
1: Mm
3: -hmm. And, Father God, everyone that comes, you will send, Father God, we ask you right now. It's about to be Jehovah Ori. Be the light. Light up the path of those who are needing to meet them on the mission field, Father God. Send our angels, Father God. (laughs) Oh, to clear out the atmosphere, Father God. Nothing shall be blocked because this is your will and your way, Father God. So God, right now, I lift up this line up to you, Father God. I lift this line to you, Father God. Those and the members of Simple Words Ministry, those who are here, and those who had the desire to be here, Father God. I lift up the petitions of of, of of Prophet Joseph, Father God. I lift up the petitions of Prophet Bob, Father God. I lift up the petition of Elder Green, Father God. First Lady Wendy, Father God. Mm. Ella June Malcolm, Father God. I lifted at those petitions of Sister Monica Holy Little, Father God. I lifted at the petitions of, of Sister Nayoka, Sister Andrea, Father God. I looked at the petitions of Pastor Marie Chen, up to you, Father God. I looked at everyone that is designed on this line, Father God. Hmm. I lift up Sister Jackie's petition up to you, Father God. Hallelujah. Oh. Thank you, Jesus. I lift up those who are, who are serving in this ministry, Father God. I lift up other petitions as well, of every single minister, minister member, Father God, which I have not to mention, but you know their, know their name, Father God. I lift up their petitions up to you, Father God, because you see and you know what they're needing, Father God. You know the desires of their heart, Father God. You know what they're looking for, deliverance, Father God. I know, Father God, that you have healed me, so sometimes I go through the prayers because I know if you heal me from it, you are meant to heal other people from it too, Father God. For those who are dealing with soul wounds, Father God, I ask you to apply your healing oil to anoint them with your healing oil so they shall be healed and they shall recover, Father God. I ask you to apply your – I ask you to apply your – Jesus, I ask you to apply your glory to their wounds, Father God. Oh, Lord Jesus, I ask you to apply your, and I also apply a measure of grace, Father God, so they shall be healed and shall be whole, Father God. Father God, right now, this, right now, Father God, we are lifting up this list we have for you tonight, Father God. Father God, with Sister Eugenia right now, Father God, mm mm-hmm. We come against that respiratory infection, and we call her out and send and call her out and command it to leave her now in the name of Jesus anything in her heart Jesus. function and in her circulatory system no all diseases shall we command it to leave now in the name of Jesus, we command that trauma to leave her heart we command the stress to leave her body, and we speak wholeness now in the name of Jesus that you find. It. Father God, if she's create a creative miracle in her heart to get her heartbeat right, Father God, I ask you to provide it now, right now, in the name of Jesus. I ask you if she's had varicose veins, Father God, I ask you to reroute those veins and you and pretend it, Father God. If she has plaque and she has in her arteries or something infected with her arteries, Father God, I ask you to have your divine hands and speak to those arteries now, in the name of Jesus. Father God, right now in the respiratory system, Father God, I ask you to speak to her lungs. Any mucus or anything that is clogging up her lungs, we command it to flush out now in the name of Jesus. Anything that's dealing with her capillaries now, we command it to flush out now in the name of Jesus. Father God, any shadows that are coming upon her lungs, we ask you to apply your light to it now in the name of Jesus. So it shall be whole, so that should dispel, and it shall be whole now in the name of Jesus. So God, I thank you tonight for her mm, for her complete, <coughs> her complete and total healing now in the name of Jesus. Right now, we lift up Elder June grandson up to you. Right now, mm. right now we are pleading plump for Psalm ninety-one over him right now and those who are incarcerated, but we know it's not. Incarcerated, whether it be they were there, if they're there by accident or they're there by by purpose, Father God. Right now, we plead we plead for Psalm 91. Now over them, Father God. We ask for you to send angels in that in those cells right now. We ask you to talk to the hearts of judges right now, because we gonna take this out the humans did it. We've this out of the human jurisdiction right now and placing it in your jurisdiction, in the spirit, a spiritual a jurisdiction of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, because he, he is the king of kings and the Lord of lords, and that's what the law that we're going to choose to stand upon, Father God. So, God, right now, mm, we ask you, Father God, to have this son to change his heart right now, huh? And give him the soul desire release, huh? Father God. Right now, in the name of Jesus, huh? we take this out of the human course and we place it onto Your course now, huh? in the name Amen. of Jesus, huh? because see, Your law, Your supernatural law, overrules huh? our physical and civil laws, huh? no matter where we are. Huh? It, it overrules super international laws, it overrules everything because you are the law that's set upon this earth right now.
1: Oh, the
3: Lord. Lord. Hallelujah. oh Hallelujah. My God, those who are needing ferguson is needing healing right now. We lift them up to you Jesus. right now, Father God, and we seek life. Life to his organs, life to his body, life to his blood system. Huh? Father God, everything that has come against his body that is not of you, huh? we bind it because it is not in heaven. It does not, diseases and pestilence does not reside in heaven. Spirit of infirmity does not reside in heaven. The spirit of legion does not, yeah. does not, mm, is not established in heaven. So we cast out oh. now in the name of Jesus, huh? Right now, we lift up Viola uh, Jefferson Scott to you, Father God. You see, you know what's going on in her life right now. And you know, Father God, whatever cancer is not established in heaven. But what is established in heaven is health. health uh, as our soul process, so shall our health process. What is established in heaven, Father God? Mm-hmm. By your son's stripes, uh, we are all healed. So healing established in heaven, the Holy Spirit, so everything that is coming against the Holy Spirit, we command it to leave now, in the name of Jesus, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus, I lift up up Donna Staley up to you right now, Father God, the doctor has given her report a lump in her breast, so Father God, right now, we're asking for that to disappear now, In the name of Jesus, because guess what? Oh, Lord, hallelujah. Mm. (laughs) If it's cancer, Mm. Father God, we command that cancer to stop, uh, desist, uh, cease, uh, and disappear now in the name of Jesus. So, Father God, right now, we're thanking you for a good report uh, Thank you. Good. for tell her right now, huh, give her mind a peace that goes beyond all understanding, huh, because she knows, she trusts into you right now. Mm. Oh, Father God, Father God, Father God. Oh, I Hallelujah, love the Lord. Huh, there's no one mm. like you, Lord. Oh, no one God, I declare a decree. A decree, a decree. The of Hallelujah. I declare a, degree, I declare a decree. decree. That it shall flow on this line. I declare a, yeah. I declare a decree that deliverance shall mm. flow in this line. Anything that's that stuck on this line is not established or you shall dissipate and die in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, I declare a decree, Yoke says not established in heaven shall break and break to the point that they can never be placed again on your people again. Oh, I declare and decree mm-hmm. by your son's Christ we are all healed. I Mm. Debt and poverty shall not be our house, for debt is not a portion of heaven. Oh, you said you come and you shall answer, and everything shall be answered according to the riches and glory of heaven. So if it's not of you, Father God, we're establishing a rule right now. Oh, Father God, oh, Father God, oh, Father God. So, Father God, right now, mm, I might need to do this before, but Father God, I know, You see our hearts, you know our hearts, and you know our minds, oh, Lord. So, God, right now, if we have disturbed your law in any way that was against the way you had first intended, right now we do honestly repent right now. In the name of Jesus, huh? And Jesus, Jesus we thank you right Hallelujah. now. Huh. We thank you mm. for your precious blood, huh? But mm. the thing, you can reach us when nobody okay, else can yeah. reach us. We thank you that you can call yeah, us yeah. out from the dead, huh? I, we thank you that you thank you. When, when we feel like we're unclean, one touch from you we shall be clean and may hold just as the woman when touched when she touched him on your garment, huh? She was made clean. And not only was she made clean, she was made whole. Oh, Ah. oh, my father. Mm. So, Jesus, we know you can send a word. Even when we feel like we are not worthy to be in your presence, you shall send a word to make us come back towards you. Oh, Father God, when we're walking around the tombs of our life, thinking that life has gone and we have things that has broke us down and whoever it's suppress suppressors, repress us, oppress us. Oh, but you can call you can come into the tombs and put us back in the soundness of mind. You can cast out uh-huh. demons and devils alike. So tonight, Father uh-huh. Jesus, have your way on this line. Cast them out the Oh, Jesus Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. I know things that we may be dead you can speak life out of. And if they are dead, yeah. them come up out the tomb. Yeah. Jesus oh, it's a scene for us tonight. Dead dreams that we're just just needing CPR. Pump out rest just to take them now in the name of Jesus. Things that we need to come forth. Send a word Mm. so it can come forth for us. Oh, Father God. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Oh, Oh, if you're walking around, there's some things that need to be Mm. cast out. Oh, mm. we already know we don't really have to fight. That's not how the war is all about. But since you already fought the war, Oh, you say don't ask the enemy for nothing, but come to you. Oh. So tonight we come to you, because you have already cast out legions of enemies, legions of devils, legions of diseases. You can cast them out, oh, 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 and put us back in soundness of mind. Oh, you give us the authority to do things just like you want us to do. Well, you know, you say greater work shall come, And greater work shall be performed. So, Jesus, I thank you tonight for interceding on our behalf tonight. I thank you for the spirit of infirmity to cease and desist now. I thank you for the spirit of trauma to cease and desist now and dissipate. I thank you for snapping the head and cutting off the head of venomous snakes alike. Oh, I thank you, O Lord. Oh, we thank you for your for the blood of the lamb that's a post of each and every one of our post, our, mm, the gates of our hearts, the gates of our mind, the gates of our soul. Oh, I thank you tonight, Hallelujah! Thank you, Jesus. You're so worthy. You're worthy. You're worthy to be praised. And right now, I lift up Elder June Malcolm up to you. I'm lifting her up, and I ask you tonight to be at a night ordained it, her, her success for her business like you did joshua because she told joshua you were adonai so therefore you ordained it to be so so tonight my father adonai ordained to be so tonight for her success for her business be with her joshua one through joshua church chapter one verses one through nine for her tonight Oh, Adonai Adonai, 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 Adonai. Oh, and oh, designing to be successful in their families, not only in their business, but in their families. Oh, in their oh, Oh, in their heart. Successful in their health. Successful in their wealth. Because see, you're Adonai. You're ordained, to, the, you're ordained to be so. As you're ordained in Deuteronomy you're ordained to be so, as you're ordained in Matthew, you're ordained to be so. Oh, Lord, oh, Lord, oh, Lord, my God, as you're ordained in Proverbs, and it shall remain to your word. Your word is a true and a living word. Oh, and every, every word out of your mouth, we shall live by it. We shall live by it. And the first thing you say, choose life. So we choose life. And we choose your son because we can have a more abundant life tonight. So I'm thanking you right now. So right now, I'm thanking you for broken curses, broken hexes and vexes right now. I'm thanking you for the healing in our bodies right now. I thank you for new minds. New soul, renewness new- of soul. Oh, I thank you for to be broken off your people tonight. Lay lines severed and cut. Oh, the enemy eye has been black and he has no record of. It. It's been erased in the name of Jesus. Oh, our bodies have no remembrance of, he, of, we have no remembrance of pain. No remembrance of soul wounds. Nothing that's attaching us has a memory because we choose. Today we choose our bodies not to remember those pains no more. Not to remember those pains no more. Not to remember those things no more. Oh, Father God. Oh, oh, my Father in heaven, I thank you tonight. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, I thank you for the Holy Spirit. Oh, rest in the divine Oh, I thank you tonight for Hallelujah. what you're about to do and what's about Hallelujah. to come. Oh, I thank you for sending our angels right now to clear out the war, the war on our behalf. Oh, I thank you right now. No king of Persia, no Babylonian king can tie up the blessings, no tyrant torment your people tonight because our Lord, okay. Jesus, who is the King of kings and the Lord of lords, has sounded a decree on our behalf. Each and every one of us on this line tonight has okay. sounded a decree on our behalf. His signet is his blood. It has been written. It does not dissipate. His law is established in our hearts as well as is established in heaven. So tonight, I thank you. I thank you and I bless you. I thank you for the open open heaven. I thank you for the open doors of opportunity. I thank you for every door the enemy needs to be shut. and shut down now in the name of Jesus. Oh, I thank you tonight. I bless you tonight. Oh, I thank you for deliverance. The chains off of child children shall receive today. Oh, I thank you. Oh, I thank you. Oh, I thank you. Oh, I thank you. No more chains, no more chains, no more chains, no more chains. Oh, no more cancer. Oh, no more bondage. Oh, hey, hey yeah, 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 God say, can not, God not, can Alleluia. Oh, yeah, got not. Hallelujah. Glory to God. No more bondage. Hallelujah. I keep hearing no more chains. I keep hearing no more chains. I keep hearing Alleluia. no more chains.
1: Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. I
3: keep hearing no more change. Thank you, God. So, God, I just, I keep hearing that. I don't, I, I, I just keep hearing. Uh, no more change.
1: No more change, We believe. No more change.
3: So, tonight. Hallelujah. Oh God, we thank, you. We thank you, thank you, you. we thank you for your glory. Yeah. Thank you for thank your majesty. Thank you grace. for your word. And we change. and I pray this prayer. Hallelujah! We praise
1: you. God. We praise you. Hallelujah! Thank and you, Jesus. Pray In northern. Hallelujah! Heaven, Hallelujah. Glory, to
8: God. Amen. Thank you. Yes, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah! Oh, glory! Hallelujah! Thank you, Jesus. Praise oh, to Amen. God. Amen.
3: I, I keep hearing no more chains on the children. I keep hearing it, and I don't know. This is new for me, y'all. So I'm still. I
9: keep hearing no more chains. No so more
8: I, chains. Uh, Hallelujah! We established that word. We established it. No more chains. Okay. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you. Every Jesus. chain broken. Every bondage um, broken. Yeah. We established. You receive it, no more chains, hallelujah.
1: Yes,
8: thank you. Ah, glory to God. No more chains of sickness, hallelujah. No diseases, no locks, no failure, no deceit, no imprisonment, no more chains, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Dear Jesus, thank you, Lord, for speaking. No more chains, hallelujah. Glory to God. Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. We glorify you. And we give you thanks. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for deliverance. Thank you for deliverance. Thank you for redemption. Hallelujah. Ah, Thank you, mighty God. Hallelujah. Ah, oh, glory to God. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. No more change. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. The yoke has been broken. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. No more chains. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. Mm, no more failure. No more lack. No Lama. Mighty God, we bless you. Hallelujah. We bless you for every work accomplished on this line. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. We praise your name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank God. Hallelujah. Oh, Amen. Glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Jesus.
1: Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Mm.
3: So mm. no. Amen. Amen. So. You know what? When we have a good prayer, amen. So with that being said, mm, come back tomorrow night at 9 p.m. for Jeremiah's Generation, for Sister Kamisha. Um. So as that being said, may the Lord bless and keep thee. May the Lord make his face shine upon thee and gracious unto thee. The Lord lift his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. Um, sleep with God's angels, everyone. Good night.
4: God bless, God bless you all. Bless good night.
3: God bless you. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. The glory
4: of
8: the Lord
0: you. on you all.
8: Amen. Oh, God oh, bless
1: my. Amen.